Hello and welcome back to the second episode of She's a Healer, the podcast. My name is Christy Lee Didich. I'm an energetic healer, holistic coach and teacher, a Reiki master, women's circle and event facilitator and lover of all things in the holistic space. As always, I'm bringing this podcast to you to showcase an array of topics inside this holistic world. I may be joined by other people in the industry with stories about their journey and advice on how to implement them into your life. Thanks for being here. So today I will be talking about PCOS. This is something that is very close to me. This is something that I've suffered with for most of my life, my teenage life, moving into my adult life. This has been something that has been a huge part. So I thought I would start with the internet's definition of what PCOS is. And it pretty much has given me exactly (laughs) reading the definition from online was yeah, it's tough to see because it's pretty much proving the points of the exact thing that I have been through for the last 15 odd years of my life. So what they've said is PCOS is polycystic ovary syndrome. It's a hormonal disorder causing enlarged ovaries with small cysts on the outer edges. The cause of polycystic ovary syndrome isn't well understood but may evolve from a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Symptoms include menstrual irregularity, excess hair growth, acne, and obesity. So this definition went on to provide a very, very great explanation that the only things you can do to prevent this disease and to help with the treatment is the pill and metformin, which is a diabetes medication. So I'm going to start with my story. I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was 13 years old and I have a very clear memory of the day that it happened. I had a very insensitive doctor, male doctor, tell me, well, you'll never have kids. I was 13 years old. I was working at McDonald's and I remember having a panic attack in the middle of my shift and thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to have children. This is something that I, I really wanted for myself and Obviously, my mentality has changed around that. If the universe gifts me with a child, amazing. But being a 13-year-old girl, going to the doctors with my parents, being told that I have an incurable disease, that realistically, the information that they gave me was very incorrect. This was 15 years ago, but there still should have been a little bit more sensitivity around telling a young female that she's never going to have children. The next part of my journey was an internal and external ultrasound, which then began to be something that was quite regular in my life with pretty much no further education aside from this male doctor telling me that I have this disease and that I'm never going to have children. And this was every six to 12 months that I needed to get this internal and external ultrasound done to make sure that everything that was happening was staying the same. I do understand from a medical standpoint that it is good to understand your body and know that, you know, the things that you're implementing and things that are taking place are helping or they're not increasing uh, the situation. But pretty much his resolution was to go on the pill. So at the age of 14, I was put on a very low dose of microgynon, which was kind of across the board. I found a lot of my friends were on this. It was a very low dose. 
I then ended up having really severe period pains, which is actually why I went to the doctor in the first place. I was having multiple days off school. And when I went on the pill, all of these things seemed to stop. I did eventually start getting breakthrough bleeds. So slowly during the seven years that I actually was on the pill, I incrementally increased the amount of, I think, progesterone. And to be honest with you, I still don't have enough information and enough education around what I actually did during this time because no medical professional until I actually sorted out myself into my adult life gave me much information. They pretty much said, this is a pill that's going to fix this problem. And Bob's your uncle. Here you go. Take it. So for seven years, I was on the pill and I did try a couple of different pills. I tried, I think by the time I actually got the pill that I stayed on for a good four years, there was probably three years in between of me just trying different pills. But yeah, so I did stay on that pill for a long time. And then when I turned 21 and I decided that I didn't want to start, I didn't want to keep taking a pill every day. And I was, sometimes I would forget and I was going out and I was working shift work, so it wasn't always happening at the same time. I decided to go on the Implanon, which again had no education. All I knew was means I don't have to take a pill every day. So I was like, hell yeah, that's great. Now I did have quite a big fear of needles, injections, tattoos, piercings, anything, even doing a blood glucose level exam, blood tests, anything Anything that was pointy and pokey and was going to hurt for a small amount of time. I had a great big fear around this. So getting the implant on was a pretty big step for me. And I was very proud and was very excited. And for two years, I actually didn't have a bleed, which at the time, like I was 21. This was amazing. I don't have to have my period. This is so good. And slowly things started to to happen. So I started feeling almost emotionally numb incrementally. I felt I would slowly lose emotions about things or things that I felt maybe shouldn't have had such an explosive emotion. I was experiencing like extreme anger, extreme anxiety, and then it would just go away without any real resolution. I had pretty much no sex drive and I found myself really turning to food for comfort. So having PCOS, one of the things that can be difficult to control is your weight. Also being on the pill doesn't help with these things as well. And I didn't really have many supportive people around me, including my partner at the time. He wasn't very supportive of me getting off the pill or get taking the implant on out. So my anger started to trickle in a little more. I had heightened anxiety And slowly after time went on, I started to notice things that were very out of character for me. So I've always been a happy, bubbly person. I've always been able to mostly control myself, especially even when it came to my anxiety. It was very rare that I let it get out of control to control my life until it did. And I feel like the chemical things that I was putting into my body were really assisting with this. And my anxiety got really bad at one stage and I started to have suicidal thoughts and not in the way of I'm, I'm about to go do this, but just things like, I wonder what would happen if I crashed into this pole right now in my car. I wonder who would come to my funeral 
or if I jumped out of this window right now, there's nothing that anybody could do. And when these things started to happen and I started to have those thoughts, it was like a light bulb, like, holy fuck, I need to do something about this. And I had recently read an article from Lara Biden and she's doing some absolutely amazing work in women's health. So that is somebody that I really suggest if you haven't connected with her through Instagram or her YouTube channel, really, she has a lot of great educational material on there. The next day I called up the doctor, regardless of my fear of needles and pointy sharp things. And I got it taken out and it was really bizarre to me how I felt when he took it out. And I don't mean like a couple of days later, I started to feel good. I, I feel like as soon as he grabbed the tweezers and pulled the implant on out of my arm, it was like I had two dumbbells sitting on my shoulders and they fell off. So once I got the implant on taken out, so many things started happening in my life and I started realizing the people around me actually kind of sucked. And especially the person that I was with romantically, I started losing the connection. And there's been a lot of studies recently that I've come into contact with of really how much the pill and chemical contraception actually alters the brain chemical connection between the way that you interact with the other sex, which, yeah, makes a lot of sense to me now. I started getting pains again. So my menstrual pains got really bad. And when I would get a period, it would be eight out of 10 pain. So I would start, I started needing to have time off work and these things came in that I've now nicknamed my bursties. And what it feels like is a very, very sharp pinprick on the inside. And this was happening at one stage, 30, 40 times a day. And it feels like something's bursting inside you. And this in what I have learned now is that this was actually the cysts bursting. And there was times after I had come off the pill and after hormonal contraception for so many years that I was getting scans done still regularly where I would have 80 cysts on one side. On the other side, I would have 60 cysts. There was one time where I had a cyst that measured 3.5 centimeters on my ovary that was 1.6 centimeters. So it was more than double the size of my ovary. And this was one cyst on the outside. So there's lots of things that I tried during this time because I just didn't want to go back on the pill. The things that I felt, the emotional numbness that I felt, all of the other symptoms that came from being on hormonal contraception just weren't worth it to me. And I had even decided that I'm happy to live with these bursties and not have to be on those things because that's how much they altered my life. Now, I pretty much kind of suffered in silence for three years and I just really didn't want to go back on the pill, but I didn't have much education on any other options. Like there wasn't really the information availability now. And I feel like there was little things that I would try. Like when I got diagnosed with the three and a half centimeter cyst, I had just done a uni lecture when I was studying naturopathy about how veganism has been known to shrink cysts. So I thought, 
what harm is it going to do? Like, I'm not going to go back on the pill. And there's a lot of risks coming from a large cyst on your ovary. So the cyst can weigh down and actually create fallopian tube torsion. So the weight of the cyst can twist your ovary and cut off the blood supply, which can cause so many other issues. If a cyst bursts and it is large enough, you can get a pelvic infection and the list honestly goes on. It's it's not a very good thing to have, but there are ways to control it. And that's pretty much why I'm recording this today is because I didn't have the education. I didn't have the options. My option was the pill or suffer. So I met with a naturopath and it was actually about something completely irrelevant. I had gone into a state of what was upcoming adrenal fatigue. There was a couple of markers that I had noticed in my life that really led me towards, you know, just, just understanding, okay, yes, I tick that box. Yes. Yes. I tick that box. So maybe that I should do something about this. So I went and seen her and we treated and we, we dealt with the adrenal fatigue side of things. But then we started talking a little bit more about the PCOS and I was prescribed hormonal herbs, which included a herb called Romania. And honestly, they tasted like shit. I thought there's no way that I can do this for the rest of my life. I'd rather deal with the bursties because it, it tasted like a mixture of the herb cupboard. So like oregano, basil, like literally any herb mixed all into one bowl with 10 bottles of Jaeger. And that was just bringing back way too many memories from my early twenties of Jaeger bombs and Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. And then a week passed and I realized that I hadn't had a bursty in a week, which hadn't happened to me since, you know, my early twenties. Like when I started getting off the pill, that's when I started noticing these bursties coming back. And I was like, okay, this must be a part of it. But for a good five, six years, I'd had bursties every single day, incrementally increasing. Some days I was having, like I said, 30 cysts burst in one day and when I had realized it had been a week of me taking these disgusting herbs I couldn't believe it that there was another option and so many other parts of my life started to really change and the way that I felt started to change my skin started to clear up certain parts of me that even visibly like my bloat started to go away I had these little dots that were coming up on the top part of my arms, which started to go away. So many parts of my life changed after implementing things from a naturopath. And there really was never any education that there was another medical professional that would be able to help from a different set of eyes until I found this naturopath. And it was honestly by accident that I found her. I went into a health food shop and I got chatting with her and she said, oh, we should have a session. So I'm forever grateful for her for that moment of my life. But I think that this was kind of the catalyst for so many other things to change in my life. And I feel like it can't just be a red pill situation where it's like, okay, here you go. This is going to fix your problems. For three months, I was on these herbs and my cycle started to regulate. I started having and have had for a good three years, a 28 day to the day cycle and That's something that can take a very long time. Like I was on hormonal contraception for 10 years 
And that can take a very long time for some people. I hadn't had a regular cycle for 15 years, like being on the pill, being on the Implanon and even coming off it like six months was quite turbulent. But my cycle, it, it eventually regulated. But there was other things in my life that I was changing as well. So I changed my diet. There was things that were aggravating my hormone imbalances. So, you know, gluten wasn't working for me. Dairy wasn't working for me. And I needed to have a good amount of time away from those things before I could slowly start to implement higher quality. And I think that was a huge, huge difference was the quality of food, the quality of water, the quality of air, the quality of sleep, the things that I stopped eating, the things that I started eating, things that were agreeing with my body and limiting the things that weren't, which was hard at first. It was damn hard. Even things like the people in my life, the TV shows that I watched, the music that I listened to, the social media that I consumed, removing people from Facebook, Instagram. At the time, I was I loved Tumblr. Tumblr was so much fun and I used to get so much content, which is probably equivalent to what TikTok is now, just removing the negativity, removing the things that actually I don't really need in my life. If there was somebody that was saying something that I didn't agree with, muting them and not having that surrounding me, I always come back to this funnel of vibrational emotions. And if we're vibrating at levels that don't serve where our future wants to be, and for me, it was health, no matter what way, how I achieved it, Obviously, this podcast is in regards to PCOS, but it is all intertwined and we can't have wellness in one space without having continuity across the board. After six months or so, I did come off my herbs every day. This was at the advice of my naturopath and I was seeing her every couple of weeks to make sure that the things that were happening in my body were working. And for probably the last two years or so, I've intermittently been taking the herbs. So when I intuitively feel like I need them, if some things are slowly creeping in, maybe if I'm having a couple of bursties or I can feel that my mood is shifting a little bit, I will start taking them for a week or so. And I'm totally aware that my healing journey is far from over. But this is information that I wish I had earlier in my life. And honestly, creating awareness in whatever way possible through this business has always been my number one priority. So if you have any further questions about my journey, about the things that I've done, please feel free to reach out to me. I also offer one-on-one wellness coaching for people at any stage of their journey. And that doesn't have to include PCOS. It can be any of the other things that we've spoken about, about changing up your diet, the things you consume, the quality of food, social media, everything. And if you would like some help in any of these areas, please reach out to me. I am at well and Finelli balanced on Instagram, or you can email me at wellandbalancedco at gmail.com. So thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And I can't wait to see you at the next one. Okay, bye.